Would I climb mountains If the mountains were where you hide Know how far I'd scale the valleys If you grace the other side Know how long have I chased rivers From lowly seas to where they rise Against the rush of grace descending From the source of its supply Cause in the highlands and the heartache You're neither more nor less inclined I would search and stop at nothing You're just not that hard to find
song of a sin. Oh, oh, oh. Well, from the gravest of our valley come the pastures we call graves. A mighty river flowing upward from a deep but empty grave. Well, good morning. It's good to be with you. My name is Jeff Fuller, pastor at uh, Living Hope Wesleyan Church, hopeforvermont.org. And uh, first of all, I just want to thank Shirley Denning personally for all of her help with the uh, graduation party yesterday for my daughter and my niece. And thank you so much. It was great having many of you from our local church come and attend and be a part, celebrate Jay's accomplishments, Michaela Milligan as well. And so we just uh, start off by saying, Thank you so much for uh, encouraging our children as the body of Christ, as the church is intended. So thank you so much. Uh, let's open in prayer. Jesus, we thank you we can pause. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you, God, because you love us. We thank you because you help us, and we thank you for your grace. We thank you we cannot take advantage of your grace because it is grace, but we can love you and grow in you and take deep roots in your maturity so thank you, Father, for who you are and what you've done, but what you've called us to. So may we live with a passionate purpose, understanding your call, and be a part of your family. So thank you, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, amen, and thank you. And uh, without Adam, uh, I have to do all of this myself today. And so uh, we do say uh, thank you to Adam McCutcheon, who spent the last three weeks with us, just uh, observing, assisting, learning, part of his education at Houghton College. And I trust it was a good time for him. It certainly was a beneficial time uh, for me and I believe for us as well. Well, we're going to begin with uh, the call to worship. The call to worship is from Joshua 1, 1 through 9. Joshua 1, 1 through 9. Perhaps a familiar scripture for you. This is uh, one of Adam's life verses. I believe it's verse 9. It's uh, found in the scripture where it says, be strong and courageous. But let me uh, not get too far ahead of myself. And uh, let's read together Joshua 1, 1 through 9. 
after the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses, wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you from the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including the land of the Hittites. Verse 5, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you. As I was with Moses, I will not fail you nor abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. They will be successful. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night. So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Third time it's mentioned. This is my command, God, to Joshua. Saying that transition has happened, has taken place. This is my command. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. And uh, may God add his blessing to the reading of his word. May we be reminded of the truth of scripture. May we encounter transition with great hope in knowing that God has a plan for us, even if we don't feel as though we're ready, even if we think Moses should be today or Billy Graham should be preaching right now, God has called us and we are to be strong and courageous. Well, we do say welcome in. We say thank you for joining us online, 6.30 each and every Sunday morning online at uh, YouTube, Living Hope Wesleyan Church. We're also on Facebook. It's the church Facebook page. There is a church Facebook group, not to confuse you. It's on the church Facebook page. And that's the same as Twitter, at Hope for Vermont, at Hope for Vermont. You can find us there as well. And then following the service, we upload the uh, sermon portion to uh, Apple iTunes or Google Podcasts as part of uh, the podcast. And we have that also on Instagram, same handle at Living Hope Wesleyan. So you can certainly find us there. You can see the little icon uh, picture to look for. And uh, I love how it says, You are loved. I was having lunch or breakfast, brunch, something. I was eating with a friend uh, a couple weeks ago. And he said, Instead of saying you are not alone, why don't we say you are in good company? Instead of saying you are not alone, let's say you are in good company. And I thought, What a great reminder that we are not alone, but we are in good company. It's kind of changing the fact of pointing out aloneness to, man, good company. What does it mean to be part of good company? Um, Well, I think the family of God is is a great one. But we thank you again for joining us. You certainly can uh, join online. You can um, submit any comments, prayer requests in the comment section. You can email those to me directly, pastor at hopeforvermont.org, pastor at hope for for vermont spelled out dot org as we continue this morning we just want to uh say thank you 
for being a part of the online service and thank you for uh, helping us set up and be available in person at nine o'clock cross brook middle school kids packs are available for the children we continue to look to develop the children's ministry and hopefully you could be a part of that uh, following this summer we are looking bethany and i of beginning a youth ministry or helping where we can with the children's ministry as we celebrate our daughter joining our son in michigan and we becoming empty nesters it's definitely a change of pace we expect but um God still has a plan for us and uh, still wants us to love people as he loves and cares for people. Connection cards, you can just text me your email address so we can keep you up to date on all the events taking place this summer and beyond. Just text your uh, best email address to uh, my personal cell phone and you can see that number on the screen as well. Well, as Living Hope Wesleyan Church, we are part of a denomination. This denomination uh, is representing the Northeast District from New Jersey and Pennsylvania all the way to New England, not Maine. I'm not sure why we don't include Maine and only Eastern New York, but uh, it's a tremendous uh, opportunity with over 140 churches. Dr. Carl Eastlack, our district superintendent, uh, came a few um, weeks ago and shared with us and what a tremendous time it was with him uh, last week and just doing some of the business of the denomination within our district, but also celebrating 18 who were ordained and uh, are now not only a part of the Wesleyan Church, but uh, have that uh, ordination status so they can uh, be full-fledged pastors, I guess. I was one of those that was filled with pride. I thought, you don't need to be ordained to be effective. So um, when I could have been ordained, it took me eight years instead of two. So anyway, that's, that's that. Uh, we continue to look at this month's memory verse, June's memory verse from James. If any of you lacks wisdom, well, let's read it here. This is from the New Living Translation. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. If you need wisdom, ask of God who gives generously because he himself is generous. Um, so refreshing to know that God understands we are deficient and he is quick to fill in those gaps and help us. But even more, we can hide with Christ in God. We can hide with Christ in God. So it's not us being seen as Colossians 3.3 says, but we can hide with Christ in God and know that we are completely surrounded and filled with his wisdom. Well, this morning we are going to sing The Love of God, my favorite hymn. And uh, if you can join us in person at 9 o'clock, please do so. If you continue to follow us online, YouTube at uh, Hope for Vermont, and uh, also the church Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. We're pretty much everywhere there is social media. As we look at our prayer time, uh, I just want to first say congrats to the graduates. So yesterday it was Jay Fuller, yes, my daughter, graduating from Harwood Union. Michaela Milligan graduated from the VAST program at Vermont Tech a few weeks ago. And then we had three collegiate graduates. Uh, it was Sam Greenfield from Dean College, Brandon Reynolds from Mitchell College, and Ryan Semperbond from Plymouth State. So we say congratulations to our graduates, if we continue, let us continue. May we continue. Help us to continue to pray for them as transition takes place and and certainly happens. Uh, this prayer time online, I'm I'm fine, but probably in person, I might get a little emotional. Uh, my sister-in-law Jen, she has surgery 
this Tuesday. Yeah, finally, it's been over a year that she's been diagnosed with stage four colon cancer that has spread to her liver. They're planning on removing 60% of her liver, a five-hour surgery, and depending on how that goes, uh, they will probably um, hope to remove the uh, cancer in her colon as well. Uh, my brother, seeing him yesterday at my daughter's graduation party, uh, just shared that they're hopeful, but they're also concerned. Uh, the 40% of the liver that remains does have some uh, cancerous spots um, on it. And so if you just pray for Jen Fuller. My brother Jamie, they have three children, Tyler, Jared, and Caitlin. So just lift up them up in prayer, uh, if you would. And I had a friend, a good friend, um, contact me about their 11-year-old that um, is uh, contemplating suicide, having those uh, type of thoughts. Self-harm does not always equate to uh, suicidal ideations, but in this case, there seems to be a connection, and we just want to uh, pray for them. Uh, Contacted also by someone that their daughter has a friend who's 13 that attempted to uh, take their own life, and so it's overwhelming, uh, the same sense of pain that uh, our children are facing, and we need to be the church that cares for them, that loves them, that helps them, and we just mourn with those that mourn. We rejoice with those rejoice, but um, we just want to lift up this family as well, and we think of Stacy Granfield. Uh, she leads us with the prayer guide every Thursday. She so uh, instrumental with the email team that gets us all on the same page where we can share one another's burdens. We can intercede and go to God and uh, pray for her with her health. And then for Dennis and Lori Doherty, um, some of you are aware Dennis lost both of his parents uh, in a few short months, and he's continuing to go through the process of grieving, but also all the details with the estate. And then Lori, uh, her father just passed away, so we just want to Pray for them. They were down in Connecticut this weekend, and so, so much loss. Um, Steve Davis was in the hospital, Mark Davis's father, and, um, and Emily LaPan, a friend of ours. Her husband passed away, and then her sister just passed away last week. So there's plenty of pain, but there's great hope in Jesus, not to be trite or patronizing, patronizing, however you say that. We don't just say we go to God because that's what Christians do, but we say we go to God because we know by his word that he is true, he is faithful, he is love, and by experience we understand his mercy and his help and his strength. So won't you pray with me as I, uh, as I attempt to lead us. Jesus, we thank you that you care about what we're going through. Father, we give you praise that you are with us, and we do not have to walk this road alone. Father, we ask for your presence and your wisdom to be with those children that are facing suicidal thoughts, that want to stop the pain, that think the best thing they can do is to rid the world of their presence and remind them, remind us as a church of their great worth, of their value, of their incredible calling by you to live you, to know you, to share you. And Father, for those like Jen that are facing surgery, the unknown of recovery, the continuing treatment that may have to take place, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for your promises. But God, as we walk through this valley, 
of the shadow of death. We pray that we would see you, that we would, we would know your truth and that we would be able to share your love in the middle of such trials. Jesus, we thank you that we're not alone. Father, we thank you that all of these requests do not overwhelm you or burden you or cause you concern, but you are here to give us strength and to be our guide, to give us the counsel we need so we can walk by faith. Jesus, we say thank you because you are here. And you've heard our call and you've been with us the entire time. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. And as we pray, we are certainly reminded of God's faithfulness. And as we think of God's faithfulness, I do uh, thank you for your continued obedience and giving of tithes and offerings, your continued obedience and being a part of a local church, of representing the body of Christ, of encouraging one another through your giving, whether you give online at hopeforvermont.org, the Be Generous tab, or you mail checks to the chapel campus, 5793-Waterbury-Stowe Road, Waterbury Center, Vermont, 05677. If I said that too fast, go to the YouTube channel and you can press pause and see it on the screen. But it's 5793-Waterbury-Stowe Road, Waterbury Center, Vermont, 05677. It's enabled us to help people and to be the hands and feet and to share with others the love of Jesus. As I mentioned, we just returned from district conference down in uh, Mawa. I might be saying that incorrectly, but in New Jersey, 140 churches represented, 18 uh, people ordained. It was just a tremendous time where we got to see that we are part of a larger body of Christ, the denomination, but the district of the Wesleyan Church. Northeastdistrict.org if you're curious, Wesleyan.org if you want to know what we believe, but uh, we were just so um, excited to be a part of seeing and experiencing God's love in a way that uh, was for all of us. And yeah, here's a picture of Adam. Uh, I was behind, so I snapped a picture of him as we worshiped together and were a part of district conference. And so thank you for your prayers as we traveled uh, about six hours um, to district conference. We were there overnight and returned uh, Friday evening uh, in time to get ready for Jay's party and Michaela's party yesterday. So thank you for all of your prayers and uh, continue to pray for the district as we just seek to uh, be a movement of God to reflect his truth for people. As God's for people, we want to be for people. And that, um, I believe, is who the Wesleyans are in spirit and in truth. But as we uh, look today, it's weird preaching after two weeks off. It's different being a part of this online service when I am doing the clicker and the mouse. I am leading the prayer and uh, reading the scripture. And so hopefully we can get others up and awake, like Shirley Denning, who joins us online, my mom online, those, uh, Brenda online, the other ones that are joining us online. And perhaps in the future we can have you join us on screen so you can help and assist as we've looked to get volunteers to help and assist in the in-person 
as well. But as we uh, look, I just wanted to uh, share from the book of Acts. The book of Acts provides the basic history of the spread of Christianity during the three decades immediately following the death and resurrection of Jesus. So it's uh, the basic history. It's not the full and complete history, but the basic history of the spread of Christianity. This is from the Amplified Study Version that I use to give an explanation of the book uh, in the first part. This is what it says. Whereas there are four Gospels of the life of Christ, there is only one book in the New Testament that traces the expansion of the early church. So Acts is about the spread and the expansion of the church. Acts has been identified as the pivotal book of the New Testament. So if you look, it's about the spread and the expansion of the church. This book of Acts that we're looking at is about the spread and the expansion of the local church, the Christian church. I was uh, spoken to or speaking with someone and they spoke to me and they said, Jeff, I don't know if I believe in uh, evangelism. I don't know if it's right to proselytize or try to convert people. And so I kind of paused and I thought, I understand how it's been done in the past. There are certain concerns that I have and uh, some safeguards that we must take so we don't try to convert people or proselytize them into Christianity, into a religion, but we can live in such a way. We can share with our voice the truth of Scripture that invites people to the healing, the freedom, the salvation that only Jesus gives. And knowing how to do that, the method of that, it takes great discernment. It takes God's wisdom that we need from James 1. But the spread and expansion of the church is what this book of Acts is about. It's an example to us that we need to be sharing with others about the truth of Jesus that they might also share in his hope, in his healing, in his freedom, in knowing who we follow. Acts 1.1, we find these words. In my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach. We're going to camp out on Acts 1 for the majority of this morning. So you might say, hey, it's only one verse, but well, it's a full sermon on one verse. So in my first book, who wrote this book? In my first book, it was Luke. The Gospel of Luke is one of the Gospels that Luke wrote. Dr. Luke, yes, he was a physician, so we can call him Dr. Luke. In his first book, he's re- um, referring to the Gospel, the letter he wrote. My first bo- book, Luke. He said, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and to teach. So what's he saying? I told you. What can we learn from this? There is something to be told, something to be shared, the spread, the expansion of the church, the gospel, the good news, the healing, salvation, freedom that God gives. I told you. Luke is saying that he told his friend Theophilus. Well, who is Theophilus? We'll get to that in a point. I'm jumping ahead of myself. I told you. I was wondering, I was thinking, you know, if I was asked to speak at district conference or if I was asked to share at a graduation commencement, if I was asked to be a part, what would I say? And maybe I'm going to share some of this at the end of the month as I have back-to-back memorial funeral services and pray for those. Remembering Wayne Laffley and Ed Brown on the 24th and 25th of this month, please Pray for me, pray for those attending, pray for those that continue to grieve, pray for the family and friends that they might hear the the comfort that only the Holy Spirit can give. But I was thinking of 
being alone, we survived during isolation, the pandemic, we made it through. Uh, being alone is survivable. You can survive it, but community is greater. Something that I would like to share with people, that I would tell people that you can make it on your own. You can grit your teeth and grin and bear it and push through, but you don't have to because Jesus is with you. It's been said before that solitude is good. Isolation is bad. Solitude is good. Getting away to meditate, to focus on Jesus, to ask for his wisdom, that's good. To focus on his things, to read his word, to memorize scripture, to understand that God is for us and we are to be for his people his creation to love what he loves to have our heart breaks with what breaks his that's good isolation is bad when we try to avoid things and something the pandemic has taught us is that you can survive being alone but you barely make it some of you may have loved being isolated you enjoyed the pandemic i did not i was like chomping at the bit, as the expression goes, to get out, to be with people, to see faces, to be uh, given a high five, to see not just the eye smiling, which we all learn to do with masks on, but to see actual teeth and maybe say, hey, you got braces or you should probably brush those. But to see people's smiles was such a benefit, was so good to know that being alone is survivable, but community is greater. Who is he writing to? I told you, Theo, Theophilus. He says in Luke 1, 3, most honorable Theophilus. This probably was, this perhaps was, one who assisted Luke with his expenses. The Filament Bible study notes said that Theophilus was one who joined Luke in partnership. He helped Luke. He was one that probably assisted the doctor with his finances, which is kind of funny because in my mind, it's like, why does a doctor need help with finances? But everybody could use a little help with their finances these days. And this is who he's writing to. This is who he's telling about who Jesus was, what Jesus did. And this also reminds me the importance of we need to learn from someone, we need to walk with someone, and we need to invest in someone. Learn from, walk with, invest in. Learn from, walk with, invest in. Luke, he walked with Jesus, but he was learning from Jesus so he could walk with and share with Theophilus, and he could invest in us. He could invest in those that he met with, yes. But this, even the scripture, the Bible, is for us today. It's not just some ancient book made of manuscripts from long ago, but this has applicability. Is that the right word? It's applicable for us so we can learn from, walk with, invest in, knowing that Jesus has a plan for us, as he did Luke, as Luke wrote. This is about the spread and the expansion of the church, the spread and the expansion of the church. Well, how are we supposed to spread and be like Jesus? Well, and they, from Revelation twelve eleven, they've defeated him, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony. The blood of the Lamb and by their testimony. We can share our testimony. Acts 1, 1, New Living Translation. In my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do. 
as we look at these words, as we break this down a little bit, it just caught me not off guard, but how quickly I read through Scripture, how I want to get to the good part, how I'm searching, searching out and seeking Acts 1.8, but I need to pause in this one verse of the first chapter. My first book, Luke is saying from his book of Luke, I told you, Theophilus, friend, one that I'm walking with, that I'm one that I'm investing in, about who I learned from. Everything Jesus began to do what catches your eye in that for me it's not everything it's what jesus began to do what he began to do what he started and i don't think i'm taking this verse out of context but it first prompted me of this verse in philippians 1 6 and i am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. At the day of Christ Jesus, he who began it will bring it to completion. This is from the Faith Life Study Bible. The ministry of Jesus recorded in the Gospel of Luke was not the end of Christ's work. Acts recounts the ongoing work of Jesus through the Holy Spirit and the early church. So it's not just a uh, foreshadowing of what Paul writes to the Philippians, he who began a good work in you, but this is also saying, hey, Theophilus, in Luke, I started to tell you what was available, but there's so much more in the uh, song, The Love of God. If uh, I'm going to mess it up, but if the ocean were ink, was ink then, and uh, the sky was parchment made, we couldn't write. We wouldn't have enough ink. We wouldn't have enough parchment to write of all the good things that God has done, all the things, the miracles, the love that Jesus has shown. It would not be enough. It could not contain it. And Luke is saying it would not contain or just remain in my first book of Luke. So I had to write this one, Acts. And this is the acts of Jesus, revealed through and to the acts of the apostles. In my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach, what he began to do and teach. What did he begin to do and teach? Well, uh, Adam helped me before he completed his uh, internship with us by looking at the Greek words do. It means to make, to practice, to produce, to teach, like uh, didactic, uh, to instruct. This is what he has said, and we can learn from Paul's writings that in 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. If that doesn't knock you back, it probably should. I was actually at a church doing my internship, and the assistant pastor was telling a story about he was golfing with somebody that wasn't a Christian. And he said, with all the hypocrites, this is nuts, because this is, what, 1998? So things haven't changed that much. He said, with everything going on in the world, with Christians not acting very Christ-like, how can I believe the Bible is true? How can I ever want to follow a religion that has so much controversy about it? How can I be a part of a group of people that say one thing, but they do not always show God's grace and love to other people? How can I accept Jesus when I've seen so many hypocrites in this world and the assistant pastor at Centennial Road Standard Church? golfing he said follow me as i follow jesus pretty bold statement unless we look at paul who said the same thing in the new living translation it says and you should imitate me just as i imitate christ well what a calling that it's not us but it's god because in galatians 5 1 ephesians 5 1 i'm sorry ephesians 5 1 
Paul says, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. So in one letter, he says, imitate me, just as I imitate Christ. And then he goes on to say in this other letter, imitate God, therefore. So we aren't saying, look at me, look at my personality, look at my talents, look at my gifts. But it's saying, look at how I submit to the authority of Jesus. Look at how I struggle and obey what God's calling me to. Look at how God has a plan for my life, and I want to choose his plan over my desires, over my wants, over my self-worth. I'm going to choose to believe that he created me as a masterpiece, so how he made me, what he's giving me, is where I find my worth. Imitate God as dearly loved children. In my first book, I told you, Theophilus, who are you telling who are you telling about everything Jesus began to do? Everything he began to do and teach in your own life. Everything he began to do and teach you. How are we living? And I think it begins with, it starts with, do and teach this. It is not good for mankind to be alone. Genesis 2.18. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man I created to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. It is not good to be alone. And we're reminded that Jesus calls us to community. Jesus is telling us through Luke, who's writing to his friend Theophilus, I told you, who are we telling? Who are we investing in? Who are we involving and engaging to become part of the body of Christ, the family of God, that we care for each other? That if one part of the body is missing, we are not complete. Yes, there are prosthetics. Yes, there is surgery that could take place in the human body where it's still good. You still have your soul, and that's what God looks at. But in this illustration, he is saying that the body needs to be complete with 10 fingers and 10 toes. The body needs to be complete with two arms and two legs. The body needs to be complete with all of its parts working together. And if you choose not to be a part of the body of Christ, as you choose to just neglect the fact that God loves you no matter what, that his forgiveness is for you, then we are not complete. We are not functioning as God desired, as God designed us. And he's saying that I love you too much to say go and do your thing I will convict you and draw you back by the power of my Holy Spirit that loves you so much that you will not only know me but you will desire to make me known as Luke desired to make the works of Jesus known to Theophilus that Theo might know that Jesus loves him but he also gives great instruction for us to imitate God to do and be and become what he's instructed us to not forsake neglecting together, to not think that isolation is what God's called us to, but to understand solitude gets us closer to God, that we might spread and expand the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven, that we might spread and expand, we might experience and know the truth of Scripture, that the kingdom of God might be on earth as it is in heaven. So I close with this. Who are you learning from? Who are you walking with? Who are you investing in? And for those that take notes, for those that have listened to past sermons, for those that remember, I have used this before and I was taken back to it. As last week we had communion and Joe Hicks, one of my mentors, 
helped serve communion. And then Adam McCutcheon, who spent three weeks with us as an intern. I was trying to invest in him, but I learned I was walking with him. And then I took time to learn from him that this is a great reminder that as believers, as followers of Jesus, we need to be learning from walking with and investing in in Acts 1. Luke writes, hey, I told you in my last book, and I'm telling you even more about Jesus. I'm telling you to do what he said to do, to follow his instructions, to not stay isolated, to remember that as we tell people, it implies that we are with people. As we are with people, we love Jesus and learn from him, and we give others the truth and freedom that all only he can give that truth that he loves us, he is for us, and we can love one another while they still sin. Because while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And he calls us to know his forgiveness, but his freedom. And at district conference, they made a comment. Freedom is not the same as impulse. Just because, oh, I want to do it, does not mean, hey, I have the freedom to do it. That freedom means when you have an impulse, you test to see, is this of God? God's called me to a discipline, a committed life, a place where I can say, oh, this impulse, is this of you? Does this line up with you, Jesus? Or is this me trying to get away with something I want to do? Impulse is not the same as freedom. We are free in Christ. So let's measure all that we do by what he's called us into the freedom, the healing, the forgiveness, the love, the grace, the mercy, the perseverance in great trials of knowing we are free in him. So yeah, going through Acts, it might take a while if we just preach, if I just preach one verse, one Sunday, it's going to take us forever, but I thought it appropriate to look at Acts 1, 1, and know that Luke was writing a book, and he began by sharing, I'm telling you, my friend, who I'm learning from, walking with, and investing in about Jesus. What if we, as a church, began to tell our friends more and more about who Jesus is and what he calls us into? Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that you are patient. We thank you that you are good. We thank you for your word and your truth. We thank you for your family. We thank you for your spirit and your presence. Jesus, we thank you for your word and just so much for your grace and your help. We thank you for those that we call friends, that we are related to, that we walk with. May we boldly share and tell them about all the things that you have began to do and to teach us that we might walk together in your holiness, but in your love. We thank you, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen, church. That means simply do it. Simply do it.